When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I kind of, I had liked the bun Chris lopsided. You know what I'm saying? I can't, this is the thing. I can't figure out which way it's going because my yeah. camera's flipped. So I'm like, is it it's on this way. side? Yeah. But it matches because Mike's beard is a little bit on. Are we ready, Nick? Yep, let's start. <laughs> That's how we go start there. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Next Level Living. Shout out to Next Level Nick, our fill-in producer, who could not have found a better moment to start the episode. <laughs> Shout out to everybody on YouTube. That definitely got a good laugh off of that. Thank you, Mike, for never disappointing us. Shout out to everybody in Listener World. <laughs> Jeremy here, <laughs> your host, here with my super dope co-host, uh, uh, Mike Molly. <laughs> I was gonna go there, Mike, but I'm not. Crystal, Mike, how y'all feeling? Dang, shaded. Trick, oh. trick question. Very shaded <laughs> yeah. at the moment, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel very slighted. Mike, I feel Mike, very, I feel very set you know, up. Mm-mm. Stay, hey, Chris, finish it for me. You got to stay ready so you ain't got to what? Get ready. Did you that say that statement ready? is not okay. in heaven? Yes. So, look, man, I'm excited. <clears throat> I'm excited, Mike. You know, um, Chris, how you feeling? You, you out there in LA, you out there in Hollywood. You know, everybody's been talking about, you know, what recently has been taking place. Actually, before we get there, before we talk about what just happened in Hollywood, can I just shout out real quick what's going to happen in Atlanta, Georgia, April 30th to May 2nd, our next level speakers conference. Give me a sound effects one time. Listen to me, man. This thing is going to be crazy. The Marriott Marquis, y'all, downtown Atlanta. We expecting over a thousand people, y'all. This is going to be the conference. So just shout out to y'all. Quick little commercial. We probably already going to put a commercial at the top of this sucker. But I just do want to speak from my heart, man. If you are an aspiring or currently a motivational speaker, or you're interested in being a speaker, or you um, maybe you went to podcast, maybe you got a voice you want to help share with the world. You want to figure out how to grow your business, your brand. Like you want to be at our next level speakers conference. This is going to be the most holistic conference, right? For aspiring or current motivational speakers, authors, people who want to get their message out, their voice, their brand. It's going to be special. We talking about the finances, the marketing, the branding, how to work and build a business and enterprise with your spouse. Like it's so much, um, and you know, I know God is with our company and our brand. The anointing is going to be on that place. It is going to be something special. So I had to just say, I'm excited about that. You know what I'm saying? 
You excited yeah. for it, Chris? You excited for the mic? Talk to me. I'm excited for it. Yes. I can't wait. It's going to be yeah. so Mike, bro, you going to host it this? You going you gonna to be the host again this year, Mike? <laughs> bro, you think I'm <laughs> not already ready to go? Bro, yeah. if, if yeah. you ask somebody else to host this conference, you need two people. Not only because I'm going to be one, but because my energy is going to need, you're going to require, you're going to need two people to cover the energy that I'm bringing by myself. I am, am, but I I am going to pair you with uh, with a a female co-host because I got some ideas of some skits that y'all can do in between. It's going to get real interesting. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's going to be special, man. It's going to be special. I love it. Uh, so shout out to everybody. You know, by the time you watch this, I believe we're still doing the early bird special. Early bird might be over, but it's still a really, really great price. You can bring a friend, a colleague, a neighbor uh, for only like $100 or something like that. And spouses come free. So yeah, visit the during, website. During the early bird, during the early bird special. Huh? During the early bird special. That is the early bird special price. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I want I want to make sure everybody knows that is not for you to wait till last minute and come asking if I can bring my friend for a hundred dollars. No, 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 no. This is the discounted price, oh, for everybody. Sure. Hey, but here's get the that, crazy thing, right? You know how people last time we sold a third of the seats the week of, we're not gonna have that luxury <laughs> this year. It's gonna be people that's gonna be salty, that's gonna be emailing, they're gonna be mad because they can't get a ticket, but I'm gonna be like, I can't, I can't help you. But it's gonna be great. I'm excited, bro. Looking forward have, to it. It's gonna be so I special. have flight attendant friends, friends from the skies who are excited to mm. come to the conference this year off of my excitement. They don't mm. even know what to expect. Some of them are right. just like, Mike, I, Mike, I want to come work. I just want to, I just oh, want to come. Listen. Like they don't know nothing about, they don't, they don't, they don't have the same religious views. They don't, they don't, they don't have the aspect. They don't even know about entrepreneurship yeah. like that. They just yeah. like, I don't know what it is about y'all, but okay, whatever I can do, if I want to come serve. All right, cool. You want to be in this building. You listen. hear me? Listen, Chris, the best testimonial I heard, and I think I mentioned it a week or so ago, I seen a bunch of people was crying on camera saying he changed their life. But this one lady said, I did not know what to expect when I came to the conference. She said, I knew it would be dope. I didn't know it would be this. My only regret is I wish I would have paid for my friends to come. When she said that, I was like, she was like, because they needed to be here. The energy, the game, the insight. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into this episode. I'm excited. We're going to shift energies from, 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 from a joyous, amazing conference filled with positive energy to what can happen when you got a whole bunch of negative energy pinned up. Have you ever mm. been so excited, Chris or Mike, when you just wanted to just run up on stage and just slap the stew out of somebody? Have y'all? No? What type of excitement does that come from, Jay? Well, I said in, I don't sound energy. like excitement. Yeah. I mean, energy. I yeah. mean, unless you had some really good food, you know, but I had a slacky mama. That type of, you know, <laughs> <Right>. I, <don't laughs> know. I don't know what other type of excitement that is. Yeah, no, it's different. <clears throat> it's different. Um, so I, I am, I am kind of curious. You know, I did want to talk today about you know controlling your emotions, not even just anger, right? I don't because I don't think it's just anger, right? I think it's more so controlling your emotions. I'm sure by now you all know we're talking about what happened, you know, over a week ago. Um, was it the Grammys, the Oscars? Oscar. The Oscars. Uh, you know, with Chris Rock and the G.I. Jane joke, uh, which was actually a super light joke. It wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't even nothing that deep, but I get it. The alopecia mm. or whatever. Um, but then Will Smith, you know what I'm saying? West Philadelphia, 
Born and raised, you know what I'm saying? On the playground is yeah. where he spent most of his days. You know what I'm saying? Chilling he out. one last, little fight. Now, Oscars got scared. I was shooting some meatball outside school when a couple of guys who was up to no good walked up and started the, making jokes about Jada. Slapped the, listen, like when that happened, oh he got one but, little fight and the Oscars got scared. <laughs> they said, we're taking your trophy said, back. You get the hell out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> so I had... Now, make, but, go ahead, but Chris. I, but just real quick before I move on, because you said it wasn't that deep. It, it was that deep for some people. Mm. And it might feel like a surface level joke, but when you go through it, and yes. that's actually your life and your experience in that hair loss, yes. It might be, may not be, you know, equated to how you feel about yourself, like attractive or beauty. And it's, it's, it's multiple layers to a joke because you don't just see the surface of it. You see all the roots and the depths and all the stuff that is taken in your actual body. I, re I retract, so, I re let me just, I retract that statement because you're right. And I have family members that struggle with that. I didn't mean it was light. I meant, and you're right. I was more so thinking when you think of some of the other jokes that were told. You got some jokes that's like, okay, yeah. that's that's borderline disrespectful. Like some of this, like, okay, that's real tasteless, even though that is tasteless, but I retract it. You're right. right. You want. But yep. when it's health, yeah, when it's health related, it's a whole different yeah, for sure. And then sure. in my opinion, I think that sometimes when you say certain jokes leading up to it, you get a shorter leash. So yeah, that might not that might not be uh, the joke that was so so bad, but sometimes they say it's the straw that broke the camel's back, you know. So sometimes it's the small thing that just pushed it over the edge, and was just like, all right, this was this is this is enough of this, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, Shout I, out to um, Wild Wild West, man. <clears throat> yeah, you know, think you know, thinking about you know the situation, and I and I hated to see it. You know, I hated yeah. to see one. You know what I'm saying? Black man assault another black man. You know what I'm saying? I hate to see people get assaulted, period. But yeah. but that one just hit, you know, two people kind of in the same in your entertainment space to have you would think love and respect for each other with a with global platforms in front of the whole world to see to see something like that take place. Um, you know, it was it was upsetting, it was frustrating. I ain't gonna call them out, but I had somebody that was new to our our company. You know, reach out and say, hey, you know, everybody's talking about the slap. I was like, what slap? They was like, yo, you ain't see that. I was like, bro, I'm so locked in on my mission. I ain't got time for this. They sent me the video. I was like, wow. They was like, yeah, everybody got all these crazy memes. Do you want to create a meme? You know, something, something funny, like to promote the conference. Like, this is what I'm going to say to people who feel like they don't need the conference. I said, bro, we are not about to take, you know, that assault, that situation to try to promote. I said, bro, that is, that's not our brand. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, he was like, yeah, you're right. I'm tripping. I said, yeah, you are. I ain't, tri I ain't tripping, but yeah, you tripping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thanks. But I, I did not. I've seen a lot of funny memes, a lot of serious memes, but I was really troubled, you know, by what I saw. And I do see, I do see both sides. And that we could talk about. I hope that nobody, I hope I don't get canceled. If I get canceled, man. It was good knowing you. You know, I'm just going to keep it all the way one thou wow. It was good knowing you, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hey, you know, like, but but I but I do, you know, it was wrong, right? But I have done things out of rage. I've done things out of anger. I've been in positions when I have not been able to control my anger. I've done things out of impulse. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then when it comes 
you know, to I could I man, I could see if it was a joke for him, but to his wife, like I get it. I don't let me again, I'm not condoning violence, Mike. You feel me? Like, yeah. I'm not condoning that. But and I was surprised that happened. I wish it did not happen, but I'm also human. And yeah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't know what conversations they was having. I don't know what insecurities. I don't know how many times she was crying or if he had to affirm her, baby, you fine, baby, you beautiful. Boo, don't worry about that, girl. We about to go out here and do our thing. You know what I'm saying? All the building up and then all the other jokes throughout it. And then for that to come and then see the look on her face. I don't know. Yeah. Thoughts? I mean, Chris. Chris. I'm pretty sure she, she has been crying. Like, I'm pretty sure she's been going through it behind the scenes and he's had to build her up when she didn't have energy enough to build herself up. And if it was a joke towards him, I don't think he would have responded that way. For sure, Absolutely. it's because he he felt like, you know, somebody that I love and I, I'm, I'm very connected to. And I know that, you know, she's a classy lady. She's not. And some people are like, oh, it's a knight in shining armor. I don't, I don't necessarily think it was a knight in shining armor. I just think like he felt that emotional pull in that moment. And that's how he responded. Was it right? I don't think it was right. I think he could have handled it differently. But I do, too, see both sides. I understand both sides. Um, I'm not going to take a side, but I do understand both sides. All right, silence. Cool. I'm just um, wondering what's up, Mike. Because I, I can talk now. Y'all already know I can do the whole podcast by myself. I what's just, up? I just want to know if y'all ready for me or not. <laughs> Team Willie, what's up? Mike <laughs> Team Willie. Team Willie, what's good? Listen to me, okay. y'all. Listen, me. listen to me, y'all. <laughs> Let I really feel like I've I've said it on the podcast before. That fighting is healthy. I am joking. Okay. I am joking. Fighting and physical altercations of any kind that abuse any any of this, y'all, that is not okay. All right. When when I hear people say Unless they you're defending yourself, right? I'm sorry? Unless you're defending yourself, right? You ain't finna let unless somebody just uh, come up in your uh, house. Unle okay, unless yeah, yeah. unless you're defending yourself, if you're defending yourself, it's still not okay to be physically harming each other but it's justifiable to protect yourself absolutely so, but i'm just so saying okay, if there's ever a situation where you can avoid it i'm saying you always want to try to avoid it as much as possible you can defend yourself also by getting away out of situation so you you want to always use fighting as a last resort okay okay so let's so one that, thing no, 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 that, was, that, that was, i want my chance that was that was my political response, Jay. I wanted to get that okay. out there because okay. I need to defend myself with this clip so that okay. I don't get canceled after what I'm about to say. Okay, go for it. Okay, because I knew something else was coming. At this point, I'm not even big enough to get canceled. That's why y'all gonna appreciate this truth. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> so this is this is what I'm talking about. Um, if there was a white man on the stage who made this joke about Will Smith. Will Smith would have stayed still. Somebody sitting there like, Mike, that just came out of left field. That ain't got nothing to do with the price of tea in China. Correct. Let me explain. Okay. What you, what a lot of people don't know out there who might be watching this podcast is that black people already have an understanding between each other what is expected when you step on stage to represent black people. Okay. We know 
that when the first president of the United States goes on and represent a whole nation, he's representing black people more. We do know that. I don't care how united you want to call this. If he makes a mistake, it criticizes black people more. He's held to a higher standard. No matter how mm. good he is, any right. little thing that he does will be taken against him. He's held to a higher standard. Why? Because he's representing a, a people that has been named up under a society for the majority of their existence in America. Mm. When you are when you are put on a stage and put in the in the highest light which is a Chris Rock in comedy, Will Smith in music and in entertainment. Um, when you put two of those individuals together, they are at the highest level of accountability in the entertainment industry for African-Americans. One in comedy, one in acting and music, right? So when one does a joke, the natural response, regardless of if I'm offended or if this has um, frustrated my wife or not, we already expect us to appear either unbothered or to even enjoy the joke a little bit, regardless of our feelings. You guys, I have to understand that this is a character that we have been displaying for a long time to stay even keel, to not come off as the angry black person or the, um, or the person who is easily triggered or the, just the way the negative ways that we have been deemed in society. When, when something gets us out of character, it messes up the next 10 to 20 moments that are great, that celebrated that we may do for ourselves. So when he goes up there, people are not only critical of Will and saying that he won't bounce back from this because they don't believe he's a good person. They're saying this in a sense because they know that there's a part of the media that will never let this moment go. Regardless of the years of quality um, content he's put out, the qu uh, quality person that he's been, the encouragement, everything he's put out, this moment they feel will stain him forever. And to me, this don't even touch um, a close to an inch of what he's done over his career, but we have to hold ourselves to a different standard because of what we are fighting against. So, um, bro, you said a lot. I'm sorry, dog. Are you team Will? I'm so confused. What you said bro, makes I, sense. Are I you giving all of my, that to say you team Will? I okay, started so my whole thing like this, right? Okay. I'm I'm telling you, this is what people are seeing in us. For me personally, when okay. no, no, I'm about to answer your question. When I see myself as a black person, what what we say is expected from someone else. Now we also know what can happen when a black person violates those rules to another black person. All bets are off now. You have now disrespected. You have now brushed down. You're supposed to elevate. Black people, you're supposed to make sure that we all celebrate each other. And you're going to clown my wife like this in front of mixed company. You're going to show out. You remember you as a kid and your mama, your mom, you get in trouble for doing something crazy in front of people. Because he talked about his wife and he black. So you feel like, hey, bro, since we in both front black, of mixed then company, you know, jokes coming our way in front of mixed company. If it was us and just us, it's like, bro, all right, you know cool. how many comedians clown other black people? But I'm in black moments, bro. Nah, in black, bro. but all black comedians aren't Chris Rock. All all comedians aren't Dave Chappelle. You can't go to the Oscars and do that. Do that at Def Comedy Jam, bro. Do that at the Soul Train Awards. Do that at something else. You can't do that. So you feel Chris Rock was wrong, and 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 Will was justified because you broke the code. Because we black, you shouldn't be saying no jokes about my wife in front of all these other folks that's not black. That's your position. At 
after 2016 where he did it already when Will and Jada wasn't there. He 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 already dismissed her and disrespected her already once okay, in a very serious way. So he was already on thin ice. And Will and Jada wasn't in attendance then. They were already boycotting that one. Remember? Was was that a was that other joke a disrespect or was it just way was more it disrespectful? Way more disrespectful. This is the joke. He said, everybody, Jada's boycotting the Oscars this year, 2016, because she feels like her man, Will, didn't get nominated for concussion. And she feels like she wants to represent and she's asking for more black people to be right. nominated for their for their accomplishments. After that, he said, Jada Pinkett boycotting the Oscars is the equivalent of me boycotting Rihanna's panties. You're and everybody looked it. around like, what does that mean? He right. was like, we both wasn't invited anyway. Bro, right, 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 Jada right, right, don't right. joke like that. So for your, you're demeaning a black woman for trying to take a serious a stance to protect a black man. And it's just like yeah. black women already <clears throat> feel put under, underappreciated, the most disrespected. And you keep doing these jokes at her expense in front of these other people who don't understand how much it takes for us to elevate each other. Yes, bro. I, I, think, I, I, I concur a little bit. I think that's a reach. I don't feel like it was a joke. I feel like this one here was worse than that because he yeah, was just basically saying you're not wanted here. It was like a ha 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 joke. You know what I'm saying? And if anything, he joked on himself because he know he ain't wanted in Rihanna's panties. Right. Uh, but but I do see your position. So you're leaning more towards, hey, bro, you were out of pocket for that. And I don't judge Will for walking up on that stage and slapping you in front of millions of people. I not that you're saying Will. it's right, look, but you feel like not, not, I get not, it. I don't judge right? him. I stand by him. I stand by okay. him as gotcha. if somebody gotcha. from Chris Rock's camp comes to jump him and he needs help. Got you. So, so, and, and I, and I do hear where you're coming from. And, and again, you know, I don't know how I will respond. And I think that's kind of the thing that's most interesting about this topic. And I, and I really don't want us to get into the, and I'm, and let me say this now into the, what, who, who was right? Who was wrong? I feel like the whole situation was horrible. It's just more so, can we talk about like the art of really controlling your temper, your emotions and how you're feeling? And I, and I think that's really going to add the most value. We'll let other podcasts or other shows, you know what I'm saying, kind of go back and forth with their opinions. I, I did yeah. want y'all's opinion and I agree. And I do see both sides. Um, you know, I don't know if that was a, a, a planned joke or if that's something he just thought of you know, at that moment. And I can only imagine how that made Jada feel. And it's clear how it made Will feel. And everybody was like, but he was laughing until he seen his wife. He had already put that in his book. And he said that in his speech, like you're expected to smile. You're expected Thank to you. play it cool. Thank you're expected you. to talk about and get, and get stepped over. Like, and you have to take this stuff. So that, <laughs> but when he saw her face, he was yep. just like, okay, enough is enough. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He was probably thinking like, bro, you, 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 but you run, you, you still running your mouth. That's probably what was going on through his brain. And he walked up there so smooth with it. I ain't gonna lie, it was so smooth. I mean, he was walking, bro. That was and gangster. Him. That was gangster. I mean, I'm talking about, boy, he walked and then walked back and fixed his jacket it, it and never looked back. back to see if you gonna run up on me. <laughs> and so, but here's another thing too. And I and and here's just something. This is just this is just a guy in me. It's just like, bro, that's almost on some bully stuff, right? Because if my man was your height. If they all was the same height and he wasn't 50 pounds underneath you, you know what I'm saying? Would you have walked up there? If it was an equal battle, would you have walked up there or did you walk up there and slap him because you lost your cool? But your brain is quick, right? You probably knew I could slap him and get away with it. You ain't finna slap, go up there and slap, you know what I'm saying? Insert somebody else's name. I just question that. CJ, I don't then, like what, what people was that, though. I don't, 
Because it's not fifty pound people just bigger him, disrespecting him. That's not the, but that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. And 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 whether or not he would have done it if it was somebody else, not the point. The question is, what do we and our listeners got to do to make sure that we don't find ourselves in a predicament, right? When we act off of emotions, how long was he holding on? On I imagine, y'all, this is probably years of him taking stuff. In his book, he was very vocal and very open, Chris, as you know, about feeling like a coward for so many years. He never would defend his mom. He, he was never there. He always felt like he tucked his tail. And so, and that came out in his book, right? And so, yep. uh, and I imagine book sales arise, and that's a whole other conversation. But I imagine that this is probably something he's been holding on for a while, and then he just snapped. Whenever, whenever we look at situations like it's never isolated. When you look at a school shooting, there is no little kid that just says, "I'm gonna come to school and shoot it up off the place." It's probably been some stuff they've been dealing with, some videos they've been watching, a really dark place they've been in. They've been getting picked on. They've been getting bullied. They've been physically, mentally, sexually assaulted. Like, it's been a lot of different stuff that they've been dealing with, you know what I'm saying, for a long time. And then they just end up one day just snapping and just losing their mind and shooting up the place. Like, this happens all the time. Like, literally, Chris, our director over our Speakers Academy, was playing ball a few days ago, was at the LA Fitness Hooping, and one guy shot the ball, another guy picked up the ball and just held the ball as they, he kept having a conversation. And my man rolled up and was like, hey, bro, that's my ball. And Buddy was just like, okay, so? And next thing you know, they exchanged some words. They went and met outside, and one of the guys ended up getting shot. Snapping over yeah. a basketball. Now, I don't think mm. that was isolated. I don't think that was just, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired of, you know, you ain't going to be disrespecting me. He probably be felt disrespected by his wife. He probably been dealing with some stuff with his boss on the job. He probably be felt disrespected by cops. Like, he probably been dealing with some stuff. That basketball, that little situation was the one thing that's made him snap. Yeah. Are y'all following me there? So that's really what yeah. I want our listeners to really kind of think about. Like, what do we got to do to put ourselves in the positions that we don't get to a point and we snap? I think we got to start working through things and not letting things build up. Um, we got to start having conversations that are difficult before it gets to a point where we just snap in and we kind of just lose everything and lose our self-control and then have to deal with the aftermath on the back end. Because I don't know what's worse, it being in the moment and losing your control or having to deal with, you know, all the thoughts about how you could have handled it after the fact. I don't know, you know, if it's if it's worse to have the, now the media covering only the the downsides or your lowest moments versus if you had a chance to work through it or think about it in that moment and, and respond differently. Um, I think we gotta just yeah start addressing things as they come up instead of letting it just build up and then exploding. Um, because we as a people we oftentimes keep it keep it in because we're like well, we don't want to be complainers we don't want to you know, be the people to, to have to say something, but like, no, if it really bothers you, everybody, it bothers everybody differently for different reasons. And it's, and it's very important that we identify our feelings and start to actually discuss them and talk through them. And if someone is dismissive of them, then that's different. But if you don't give them a chance to even hear your feelings and talk through it with you and, you know, hear their, their point of view, if they have a point of view or let them just know how you feel, then, then that's, you know, then that, that's, that's a problem. But I think yeah. we got to get to the point where we are more proactive instead of reactive. Hmm. Hmm. And I imagine, I imagine 
it's years of playing it cool. Like from as much as I know, like, yo, Will got a spotless record. Like he crossed over countries. He crossed over Republican, Democrat, independent. Like who don't love Will Smith? I, if, you took a, if you took a global or American poll of people who have heard of Will Smith and they said, man, do you like, do you, I'm, I promise you my man probably got a 98.3 approval rating. Like who don't like Will? So for someone like him to do that on such an, it's one thing to do it backstage. But for someone like him, what seemingly is a spotless record, right, to snap like that live in front of a bunch of people and then say, it shout out, like, forget y'all recording. Did y'all see that? He was like, man, forget this live production. Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. Twice. Oh, is that what he said? Forget the live recording? No, he just, I'm just saying, that was his thought. Oh, yeah, gotcha, he gotcha. Say that. But, okay, okay, but okay. But, yeah, but, was, but to say he, that, he yes, got, to come he out of character. He's been in Hollywood for 30 years. But for, so him, for him to say, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth twice, he's thinking, yeah. man, forget your production. I'm tired right. of this. I'm tired of always smiling. I'm tired of taking this crap. I'm tired of the disrespect. My wife is tired of the disrespect. You're going to put some respect on my name. That, you know what I'm saying? And you're going to keep her name out your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Beware. I'll tell you one thing, and this is, this is, this is me being serious but a little silly. I don't think they're going to have any more jokes about Jada anytime in the future. Again, I don't think it should have went down like that, but he snapped, right? And so for me, I struggle a little bit. Tracy thinks I got rage issues and I need to get anger management classes. I'm like, boo, you just being extra. Everybody gets angry. Everybody in the back of their head gets really, really hot when they get upset. At least mine do. I be thinking Hear like, out, Jay. Hear her out. I, Hear her out. Huh? Hear her out. You said I think, what? I think you should try. Hear, hear her out. Just, just a case. You know, just a case. You know, it might Look, be it's a reason. It's just, a reason. Just, just hear her out. And you know, think I'm about one of the most fun-loving, down-to-earth hey, cats you'll ever meet. You know what's so funny about this is that what? I've been seeing Jay on this walk with Christ for the last 12 years, and Jay has really taken L's with people that I, when you know both Jays, I've seen Jay been on his Will Smith for the last 12 years. So I'm sitting here like, ooh, okay. All right, we escaped that one. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, he handled that one too, like Jesus. All right, I've been saying this for a long time. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping, Jeremy, this is publicly, I'm really hoping you not having your Will Smith moment soon. Like, I need you to keep this, keep this, keep this up. You, you, yo, your ratio has been long. Like, people, people only know hmm. you for being calm. And for really God. chilling. Like, that's cool. Like, I appreciate that. But if Tracy is saying that you may have some rage, hear her out. Because she knows both you. See, you looking at what God has done. She's yeah. looking at the totality I'm a, of what's Mike, possible. I'm a new creature now. You are? I'm a new creature. If any man yeah. be All Christ, things are been passed Chris? away. <laughs> yeah, you're, a a creature, you're a new creature but if your wife is saying something it might be time for you to level up in that area too yeah so, so she thinks you i need think to so, get you could go and discover something different like mm -hmm. you know just don't deny yourself because you think that you don't need it just go because you might somebody else might see something that you don't see because you in it you too deep in it what she say you oh, need jay she said i need she says that i have um she says that I have um, 
She says, you have inner rage and you don't want it to come out. And she's like, you have anger management problems. And I'm like, boo, I don't. So I went to Google and typed in the definition and show her a bunch of examples of somebody that actually has anger management problems. And I don't fit any of those bills. Um, but really? she just knows. She just says, you go from zero to 10 instantly if something happens. And I'm like, no, I don't go from zero to 10. But, you know, I do have emotions. Sometimes I might get a little frustrated and then I fizzle out. But here lately, like the back of my head gets really, really, really hot. I don't know why. And then I just cool out. But I'm nowhere on about to like snap or nothing like that. I ain't keeping a whole bunch of stuff bothered up. I just the really hate average hot? and I hate liars. Huh? The well, back of your head gets yeah, hot, bro. I get that. My, yeah, my like 117 one time. I'm thinking like, this is sick. It's weird. Like, I got bro. the flu in the back of my head. Like, why is my head so hot? Bro, yeah. that third mine, you say, mine goes right here, though. Mine goes on the right side of my head. Okay. Oh, you, you see, get hot too, family. Uh-huh. I normally get so hot in my, in, my, in my stomach, but I think that's just because I'm overweight. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You just keep burning that fat, my boy. You just let, you let that rage come out. You let Thank that you. rage come out. Yeah. I'm a sh- no, but but there's but there's some credit to what you're saying because anger is hey, a lot of emotions are held in your stomach. So if you are getting hot in your stomach, that's actually true too. Yeah. I actually yeah. talked to um Dr. Knight yesterday and me and him had a really good session. And he was just like, yo, Jay, he was just like, yo, just know that your feelings and your emotions are warranted. And he said, this is what he told me, yo. Dr. Knight said, Wesley Knight, he was like, yo. I don't want you to demonize your humanity. He said, bro, sometimes in your pursuit to walk with God, you Mm. will almost demonize your humanity. Like he was like, bro, God gave you these emotions. He gave you these feelings. It's okay to feel like this. Just Mm. how you process it. Don't stay there. But he's Mm. like, bro, you human. So don't kick Mm. yourself for feeling this rage. Don't kick yourself for feeling a certain way. Because, you know, God gave us those emotions. Now, how you process yeah. it, how you deal with it, how you release it is important. And I, I needed to hear that because I was kind of thinking like, man, what's wrong with me? Like, why does that thing hit my heart? Or why do I get so upset? Or why do I, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Why do I get so frustrated? I wouldn't say so easily because then, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, why do I feel a certain type of, he said, bro, because you're human. He said, you yeah. taking on a lot. You under a lot of pressure. It's a lot of people that depend on you. You got 20 yeah. or so people whose salaries every single month is counting on you. You got a world that wants to be motivated and poured into and encouraged. Like you've got brand, you got a wife, you got a family, an extended family. It's a lot of people pulling from you and not that many people adding to you. And so when people let you down or when you feel like people do you wrong or you feel like people cross you or you feel like people lying to you, or even just being average, like you get really upset and then you mm. take it personal. And he's like, bro, humans going to let you down. And so mm. I feel like I related to what, what how Will was feeling. Okay. That's why I said I can't judge them and I hate it happen. I don't think yeah. it should not have happened. I hated to see it. But it's like, yo, I, but bro, I get it. Like people do snap. And so for our listeners, if we can just have, if you can just make sure you have a safe space to be able to release, a safe space to be able to talk about your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and then have a moment of mindfulness. I don't know if you do that, Chris or Mike, if you do that, but we promote that it. in schools. Like that mindfulness, like I tell people in the morning, like ask yourself, okay, how am I feeling right now? Like close yourself, your eyes and ask yourself, okay, how am I feeling? And why do I feel this way? Like where did these emotions come from? And what am I going to do with it? And then you make a decision. Am I going to hold on to it or am I going to release this thing? 
You know what I'm saying? And so I think when we have those mindful moments, it puts us in that position. <clears throat> and God, I asked God to slow things down for me. one piece and I'm going to let y'all get some closing thoughts and I'm going to wrap it up. But I, um, but I, I shared um, something with some fellas on the prayer line a few years back where I asked God to slow things down for me uh, when it came dealing with Tracy. Because I would never want to say something to degrade her or disrespect her or talk to her in a condescending tone. Now, do we go back and forth? Yeah, like the other day, I was like, boo, stop it. Like, don't even do that. I don't know what you even on right now. Come on, boo, bring it back. And we brought it back. And she was like, okay, I receive it. But I, I don't never want to be like disrespectful, mean, ugly, say something condescending or whatever. And so I'd be like, okay, God, so I don't get caught off guard. Slow it down for me. Man, bro, when I tell you, bro, Holy Ghost make that thing like the Matrix. Something mm. would happen and she would say something. And it's like, and I'm like, okay, I just saw it. It, it. I'm literally seeing her mouth in slow motions. Oh, you think you this, right? And I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond how I want to respond. So I'd be like, you know what, babe? I think we should talk about this later. And on the inside, I'd be like, yes, yes, because I'd be wanting to clap back. I always got something to say. You feel me? So I, I ask God, like, yo, slow it down for me so that I don't get cut off guard and I don't end up saying something that one day I'll regret. So that's just two things I do. I try not to keep things in. I try to have a safe space to be able to share my thoughts, my feelings. I practice that mindfulness. And then I be asking God, like, show, slow it down so that I'm not so quick to snap. Because the work I do, if I'm speaking, if I see something happening, I'm able to pivot and address it. So though that can be a gift, it can also be a curse because I can be quick with it. But it's like, okay, God, give me the discernment to know when to sit down and shut my mouth and to play it cool and extend grace, you know what I'm saying? And then when to really take it there if I need to. Does that make sense? What y'all think? Yeah. So for me, I think that I'm very aware of my toxic, toxic traits. I hmm. know that I am built and I am almost constantly preparing for conflict. That's not a positive trait, right? And it's mm. because people have challenged me my entire life, whether it be comedically, like with comedy or jokes or or just being the funny guy, people trying you. It's like I'm always ready for a rebuttal. Mm. So sometimes I don't realize that I'm already firing back on something I haven't even taken it in. I'm just always ready to give that back emotion. So my thing for myself is, number one, accepting the fact that I already have work to do, regardless of the next person who comes, regardless of the person I find in traffic who's hunking or who's disrespecting. Like Before all of that happens and I feel justified for doing something, I realize that there's something in me that can be triggered easily. Mm. So for that, I need to deal with myself first before everything else. That's I need good. to be slow to speak, to slow to anger, because number one, I realize that I have something in me that can that can set me off or set me back. After hmm. realizing that, I find accountability. I, I've said it so many times on this podcast, y'all, but therapy has been the best thing for me since COVID has happened. And I talk to people that I trust, that care about me, and I and, and that I appreciate um, the way that they live in their life. And I ask them for advice. I ask them to be um, critical of me. I ask for critique to help myself be my best self that I can be. Those are two things, accepting where I am, accepting where I'm toxic, and working on it through allowing um, the critique of others that I trust. Not everybody, yeah. but the people that I know love me. 
I love it. Chris? Yeah. I think for me, I used to keep a lot of stuff just like bottled in. Can I see them, please? Um, I used to keep a lot of stuff just like bottled in. And I remember one time somebody was like, well, you're always so like even temper, but I know something has to affect you. And I'm like, yeah, I think it does bother me, but I just, I just don't know that it's worth it to say anything. And then I realized it started taking a toll on me because then I was, I was holding things like, you know, I was internalizing things. So then I started to say, you know, things a lot more. And then it does take an adjustment period because when you first start speaking your mind, you, you kind of go from like zero to like, oh, what is this? Hmm. And then once you level out, because it's, 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 you know, it has no choice but to eventually level out. Once you level out, you're like, okay, I can process this. I can be mad and I, I have the right to be upset about it. And I have the right to say something about it. It's just how I communicate my feelings to get the optimal result that I actually want. Right. And so I've noticed that if I'm very angry, I'll go and I'll write about it. Like I'll just get it all out of my head. I get out, get it out of my head, out of my emotions, and into like writing that makes it comprehensive for me, so that I don't have to think about it anymore. But if I do want to remember any detail, it's it's written down. But I need to get it out of me. And so. With that being said, it's like I'm able to then take those notes and say, okay, well, what of this is not emotion that I can give to somebody to say, this is where I'm bothered and this is where I see room for improvement. Then right. that's the most constructive part because that's where you see change. But if it's just all emotions, people don't hear emotions well. People just respond with emotion because then they feel attacked and they feel defensive. And they're like, well, I'm defending my point of view. And it's not about you know, your point of view versus another person's point of view. It's about coming to a place where you guys can kind of operate in some sort of peace and in, in, um, comprehension of each other. Like there has to be right. communication and it has to be something that you can understand. And so anyway, I think now I'm able to, to verbalize and put into words how I feel better than I used to be able to, because yeah, I used to just be like, nah, I don't, I don't want to disrupt the, the peace or disrupt the, I don't want anybody to think that I'm just complaining, hmm. but it's not, even, it's not even a complaint. It's more so, you know, this is what I require to actually like exist in this space without having feelings towards you that I don't like. And so that, you know, it's a very yeah. mature path, but once you get there, you feel a lot better because you don't feel like you've been taken advantage of and you feel like you're able to communicate better. And there were, there were two times last year. And I won't mention them, of course, but you shared with me two times last year personally uh, where you you had gotten to a point in two different relationships where you was like, you know what? That's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes in the work that we do and the relationships we have and people we know and family, like sometimes we do get to a point where it's just like, you know what? This is just too much. And you extended grace and you give more grace and you give more grace. But it's like, it comes a time when it's like, you know what? So I like the fact what you're sharing now because you're like, I'm not even on that now. Like I'm, I'm now, I'm not going to keep it in. I'm not going to internalize it. I'm going to go ahead and address it and talk it now, talk it out now and not keep it in. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. a real healthy approach. Yeah. 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 So to everybody out here in listening world, you know, I think we can really learn a lot. And that's a crazy thing, man, about humans and our perspective is we can literally grow as a community, as a culture, as a people, as humans, as mankind, we can literally grow from the situation with Chris Rock, right? Um, and so let me just kind of share two things that I think is beautiful and positive, you know, saying about the situation, right? Um, you know, for one, I think Chris was like straight shook 
You know what I'm saying? But like, yo, my man continued to keep his composure. He found a way. Man, Will Smith just slapped the hell out of me. Like, he oh, found yeah, a, he a did funny a way. wonderful job keeping his composure. Yeah, to, to like keep that going, you know what I'm saying? Because it could have went all the way, all the way left. You know what I'm saying? And, and another beautiful thing is, you know what I'm saying? Even though, again, I do not condone that violence and I hate seeing it, there is something to a man that says, yo, I'm going to stand up for my wife. It wasn't right. I don't like it, but it says something. That, that man is like, you know what, what I'm not going to do, you know what I'm saying, is deal, you know what I'm saying, with this disrespect. And again, y'all, I can't judge because I don't know how I would have acted if I was in the mall or if I was somewhere and someone said a joke that disrespected my wife that made my wife, I, I can't judge that man. But there is, that does say something to somebody that says, you know what, I'm going to stand for something and what I'm not going to do anymore is, is deal with some disrespect. So for all of us in the listener world and for myself and Mike and Crystal, a few things. Let's not keep it bottled up. When we have thoughts, when we have feelings, when we have emotions, find a safe space to be able to talk about it, to be able to air that thing out. Like Mike said, he, Mike says, I already realized some of my toxic traits. So Mike is like, yo, I know what to work on within me. It's a constant growth. It's a constant uh, elevation. It's always another level. He's looking for the same with me. I should have with y'all. There are times when I, I might get a little angry or I might get a little frustrated or I might get really, really mad. You know what I'm saying? But I play it cool. I actually, right before we had the podcast, I had to make a very hard conversation. And I'm like, I don't even have the energy for this, but I had to release it because what I'm not going to do is bottle it up. Now I got resentment in my heart. Now I'm frustrated. Now I'm creating all these different narratives. Say, bro, is, is this what it is or is this what it isn't? Right, okay, well, that's right. not cool. Like, let me go ahead and address it in love and move forward. I'm disappointed. I didn't say, bro, I'm pissed off. I'm disappointed, bro. I expect more. Like, sometimes you have to be willing to do that to move forward. So what we can't do in this new season is we can't keep it bottled in because it's only a matter of time before you pop. And so y'all heard y'all heard what Mike said. Therapy has been a game changer for him. Y'all, y'all heard what I said. I had a great session yesterday um, with Dr. Knight. Now, and I've got others that I can talk to. I'm about to go and actually walk in <clears throat> and talk in a little bit. When one of my OGs and one of my mentors is just to talk about my thoughts, my feelings, check in with him, see how he's doing. Because what I'm not going to do is keep it bottled in because I'm too important. Mike, you too important. Crystal, you and too mm-hmm. important. Every single one of us listening, that's watching, that's tapped in with us, all of our next level is out here. You are too important. And we need the best version of you. And your voice, your thoughts, your feelings are valid, right? So you got to find a safe space to be able to share it so that we can get a better control over our emotions and feelings because God put that stuff in us. Now we got to just check our heart and our perspective and then we need to act accordingly. And I believe when we do that, y'all, that's when we're really experiencing next level living. We'll see y'all next week. Let's get it.